What is up, everybody? Welcome or welcome back to The Way in the Light. This is your host, Kalia Amani. I hope you guys are having an amazing day, a blessed day. Now, let's get into today's episode. Happy, happy new year, you guys. This is the first time that I'm actually saying happy new year to you guys, but it's so good to just be in a fresh year and I'm ready to take on as I'm sure many of you are as well. Um, But hopefully, I don't know if you guys can hear the rain in the background, but it is pouring. It is raining cats and dogs over here, but that is totally okay. This podcast is a very exciting one. This is something that the Lord has just been dropping in my spirit. Um, One of the things the Lord has been dropping in my spirit recently, and I think it's perfect too because my church is doing the, um, for the new year, we are doing the 21 days of prayer and fasting. And so, we're diving deep. We're diving deep in fresh connection with the Lord. We are diving deep and deeper knowing uh, of knowing who he is and his character and just diving deep in your relationship with the Lord and just, you know, just being able to just believe God for some things, believe God for lots of things, but also just to have that, like I said, have that deeper connection with him. Um, so I'm really excited to be filming this pod for you guys. As you guys can kind of see that by the title, this podcast is called Big Problem, Bigger God. And that's exactly pretty much what we'll be talking about today in this podcast is we have big problems, but God is bigger. We serve a bigger God. And I wanted to um, really just really touch touch on this at the beginning of the year because there are many times in our lives where we face big problems and where we will face problem big problems and many times when we encounter those we solely focus on the problem right like it literally becomes our every conversation it's the first thing that we think about when we wake up and it's the last thing that we think about when we go to sleep right It is always on the forefront of of our minds to so much to the point that we begin to lose sight of remembering how big our God is because we are focusing so much on how big the problem is. We're focusing so much on what's going wrong, the circumstances, the situation, what was said, what happened in our everyday lives that we lose sight of remembering how big our god is so this is literally what the podcast is going to be be about big problems but serving a bigger god and i think as believers we have the opportunity to have an eternal eternal perspective of knowing and remembering who we serve like even when stuff is going wrong we have that eternal perspective that you know we live in the world but we're not of the world so we have this new mindset we have a different mindset we have a different perspective so the god who created the whole 
world in six days. Right in the book of Genesis, it describes every day who said, let there be light and light was created. That's the God that we serve. The God who created man out of dust and breathed his breath and spirit within his nostrils and man, Adam, became a living creature. Literally. The God who has performed miracles on top of miracles, who parted the Red Sea, you know, like this is the God that we serve. And I think a lot of the times we're like, oh, my gosh, my problem is so big that or even I think a lot of people have the perspective that, you know, this is too big for God. This is going to mess up my uh, the plan for my life. Like, are you serious? This is this problem is too small or this problem is too big for God to handle. And that's just simply not true. We're talking about the God of the universe. We're talking about the God who is one God in three persons. We're talking about the God who created, who came down in human form and lived a life of blameless and sinless life. To write, to be crucified on a cross for our transgressions, our sins, our mistakes. That's the God that we serve. And the God that we read about in the Bible and we hear stories about, that is the same God who is with us today. That is the same God who wants to have a relationship with each and every one of his children today. So your problem isn't bigger than God. Or your problem isn't too big for God to handle. God is bigger than all of your problems. And I know sometimes when you hear that or when you when people say that, it might sound overused or cliche. And sometimes even dismissing that what you're going through isn't valued. And I want to I wanna, um, say this right now. What you're going through in your problems, they are valid. Yes, and a lot of the times what we go through, even in the unexpected throughout the year or the problems that we face that seems like it's been going on for years, um, those are valid. You know, it hurts. And I'm going to say, like, I've had problems last year that has hurt, that has hurt me, that has um, tried to drag me down you know, and it is completely valid. It's when we allow the problems, though, in our lives to become everything. I mean, literally everything. Like I said in the beginning, it's the first thing that we think about when we wake up. It's the last thing that we think about when we go to sleep at night. It is the the top of the conversation. Oh my gosh, my problem, my problem, my problem, my problem. Even to the point where it distracts you. Even to the point where you lose sight of community and relationships and you begin to isolate yourself. It literally becomes everything in your life. And the only thing that we see, and I think that's that's the mistake that we make sometimes. Because God should continue to be the God of your life. Not the problem controlling you you should not allow your problem to control you to isolate you to tear you down um to compromise literally everything else around you in your life and obviously there's a point to where where um 
we will, you know, it's a good thing to be praying. It's a good thing to be talking about the problem. One, because you're believing and you're receiving the breakthrough for that problem. But it's another thing when you allow the problem to control you and to take a wear and tear on your life. That's that's when we make a mistake. We make it we make the problem the forefront of everything in our lives to tear us down. But we could be making the problem to believe and receive God for what he's going to do. Right. So when we pray and ask God questions about our big problems, we must also believe and receive that it is already done and taken care of. And I want to share a scripture with you guys and it's matthew chapter 21 verse 22 and it says whatever things you ask in prayer believing you will receive you can't pray and believe without receiving so what are you doing today that's going that's taking you in that direction of of receiving of doing the things that you need to do to get out of the situation to turn the circumstance around right and so we must, when we go to God and we, we ask questions about, you know, our problems and our circumstances, we must also believe and receive that it is already done and taken care of. I think last year I let my problems carry me. Um, and many times I let it get the best of me um to the point where I wasn't looking forward to things that was coming up and all I wanted to do was isolate myself and allow myself to get in this depressed state because of my circumstance because I wasn't seeing the outcome because it didn't make sense because 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 right and so I allowed many times to let my problems carry me I almost allowed my problems my big problem to win and almost let me allow let it allow me to lose sight of who I serve right because there was many times where I'm like God why is this happening God um it's not making six making sense God um got this got this and I was allowing my problem to carry me. I, you could st- you could start to see it in my appearance. You know, you could start to see that I was down. You could start to see that I wanted to isolate. You could you could start to see that there was something wrong with me. And I want to make a disclaimer because I know a lot of the times we like to hide our problems, right? Because we don't want others to see it. And yes, I made a podcast about this. It is okay to not be okay all the time. But I think there's there's a level of understanding that we have to get is to where we cannot allow ourselves to continue to isolate and dwell on the problem because that's the devil's workshop. That's that's one of the things my mom has always told me. Don't allow yourself to dwell so much on the problem because that is the devil's workshop. That is the time where he will try to sneak in and turn things around and stir things around, make you overthink all of this stuff because you are dwelling on it you are now having an idle mind because of your problem and so yeah sometimes it is okay to not be okay but sometimes you gotta pick it up wipe your face right so it talks about literally when we fast to not let people know that you are i mean not to show people that 
you know, you're fasting, but to get up, to make yourself look presentable, to wash your face and to go on about your day. Right. And I think it's the same thing with a lot of our situations and our problems, not to allow our problems to get us into a depressive state or to allow our problems to isolate us, to isolate us from community and family right that's around us trying to help us um but to get up and to wash our face and to go on and start believing and receiving that your problem is already taken care of right and so i almost something you know in the last couple of months of the year i almost allowed my problem to win and i almost i almost let it allow me to lose sight of who i serve which is a greater god i serve a greater god and i know that the god i serve is with me he has so many names el roy which means a god who hears and sees me jehovah jireh which means the lord who provides jehovah rapha means which means the lord who heals and i think there are a lot of times when people hear heal and it only means sickness but it can also be your circumstance. Ask God to heal your circumstance. There has been a motto that I have stood on all last year where I had to trust that myself, which is let God be your first reaction. Let God be your first response under every circumstance, under everything that you encounter that's unexpected. Allow God to be your first response and your first reaction. That means when stuff happens that's unexpected or when big problems arise in your life, you continue to go to God. You continue to go to prayer. You continue to show up even when it doesn't make sense or even when you don't see the outcome. And that's something that I had to lean on 100% last year. So many things happened last year. I experienced grief for the first time, which was crazy. You know, having to having to um, experience um, death so closely is different. You know, and also having to be there for the people, the immediate people um, who who truly experienced it and having to be there and having to show up um, for them. It's hard. It is really hard when your partner is is, you know, struggling at first. It's hard to see hurt on him. It is hard to experience grief with him. That is one of the times that I had to lean on faith solely. I had to lean on the God that I serve. El Roy, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Rapha, Elohim, Adonai. That is the God that I had to lean on even when the circumstance didn't seem certain. Even when we didn't know what the next week would look like. We had to lean on God. We had to trust in God wholeheartedly. No matter how hard it was, we had to allow God to be our first reaction. We had to allow God to be our first response. That's hard. It is easier said than done to continue to go to God when it doesn't seem it doesn't seem right. When it doesn't make sense, it is hard. But when you continue to stab into your faith every single day of your life. Even when the uncertainty happened with my career when I didn't know what my career was going to look like. When I didn't know what was going to happen or the I was I was craving the sense of direction. That's hard. 
that is a hard thing. But one thing I can tell you guys for sure is that I lean on faith all of 2023. Because my faith has been bigger than me. The Lord had said that it was my launching season. So even when big problems happen, we have a bigger God. We serve a bigger God. And I and I think there's, I just, I know that there's something so beautiful because I've experienced it. Something so beautiful about the God that we serve because he is a comforter. Right. So even in times of weariness, even in times of hard times and the unexpectedness that we encounter throughout our lives, we serve a God that is a comforter. He comforts us. He holds us. He allows us to cry. He allows us to yell. He allows us to be angry. He allows us to be sad. And he's always right there with you. He is always right there. In the Bible, it talks about how he is near and dear to the brokenhearted. That isn't just said and left in the Bible. No, the Bible is living, is is God's living words. God breathed over the book of the Bible. So it's not just words on a piece of paper. This is promises that God has allowed us to see. And one thing I will tell you is God is a promise keeper. He's not going to say a promise and then leave it or or turn his face or switch up. That's not the God that we serve. We serve a promise keeper. We serve a comforter. He is near and dear to the brokenhearted. One of the scriptures that really held me the last months of 2023 was, I believe... Yeah, so it's Psalms 126 and it says those who sow in tears shall reap shouts of joy. And I want to share with you guys the the moment that the Lord had brought this scripture to my remembrance and the time that I needed it. I was at work and I was just so discouraged. I was all in my head, all in my thoughts. And I felt myself going into a sense of depression because my big problem started to take a toll on me because I wasn't seeing the outcome. I wasn't seeing the end of the road. I wasn't seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. And it started to weigh on me so much that I was just all in my thoughts. I couldn't focus on anything else. I was just in my thoughts, in my head, getting sad and sad by the minute. And the Holy Spirit had brought to me brought to my remembrance the scripture those who sow in tears shall reap shouts of joy and although yeah it was good to see it in that time i i didn't break yet i haven't broken yeah i was i was holding a lot of things in and i didn't i haven't allowed myself to just cry in the arms of the father in the arms of the comforter right and so he revealed the scripture to me but yeah, it was good in the time, but that's not really when it hit me. So I read the scripture and, you know, still throughout work, I was in my thoughts. I was in my head. After that, I had headed to the grocery store afterwards and I was in the grocery store and I'm just shopping. And I, I just know that I look so down and so beaten. And in my head, I was like, you know, like maybe I should know, you know, like 
smile because what if someone comes up and they need me to encourage them like and I was like no like right now I just need to be not okay so then I got in my car after that and I was heading home and this is when everything started to hit and I started to bawl and I started to just wail and cry over my circumstance and I'm asking God you know what is going on So then I'm driving home the whole way home. I am just crying. You know, I'm just torn down. I'm just sad. I'm just beaten. And I pull up into my driveway. I park and I just cry. And that's when the enemy had said, try to say, try to influence me. Crying isn't going to do nothing. So why are you crying? Crying don't fix anything. Crying ain't going to make anything better. Why are you crying? You don't need to cry anymore. Just 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 brush it off and just let it be. And for a split second, I was like, mm, I'm going to become cold. But then Holy Spirit again jumped in and reminded me of Psalms 126, verse 5. Those who sow in tears will reap shouts of joy. Crying waters what's about to blossom when we have no words to say the holy spirit intercedes on our behalf when all we can do is weep and cry that's when the holy spirit will intercede on our behalf Those who sow in tears shall reap shouts of joy. So this was when um, the Holy Spirit had just literally came in, came in clutch in that time for me. Um, And it truly helped me. And this was the scripture that I had leaned on um, for the rest of the year because I just felt as if like that was for me. You know, that scripture was truly for me. And so a lot of the times, you know, the enemy will take and he will try to use our problems against us. Why are you, you know, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? Why are you crying? You know, nothing's going to change about your circumstance. Nothing's going to change. And we can even, we can even inconvenience ourselves as well by making our problems everything. By allowing it to tear us down. By allowing us to isolate ourselves and so much more. But we, yeah, there's big problems, but there is a bigger God. There's a bigger God. There are two scriptures that I want to share with you guys. And one of the scriptures is James chapter one, verse two through four. And it says, count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness and let the steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. And I read it one more time. Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness and let the steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. And then the next scripture I want to um, read is Psalms 50, chapter, I mean, chapter 50, verse 15. 
Psalms 50 verse 15 and it says, and call upon me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you and you shall glorify me. And call upon me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you and you shall glorify me. Like I said, we serve a comforter. We serve we serve a peacekeeper. We serve a promise keeper. We serve a God who hears and sees us. That's in his name, El Roy, a God who hears and sees us. A God who provides Jehovah Jireh. He will provide for you. He's not going to leave you um, stranded, deserted. He's not going to do that. We serve a God that always, 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 always comes through for his children. And when I tell you that he guards his children because we are his babies, he guards us. He guards his children. And Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who heals, heals your sickness, heals your disease, Heals your circumstance, heals your family, heals your uh, your friends. This is the God that we serve. And I believe that it's honestly just so, 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 so good. And being able to have the opportunity to just be in the presence of the Lord. To just be in the presence of the Lord. Jehovah Shalom. The Lord is peace. Having that eternal perspective. Again, like I mentioned in the beginning. Having that eternal perspective is leaning on what God gives us. Which is his joy and his peace and his love that surpasses everything. How are you getting through this? Because of God. Because I have the joy of the Lord. How are you not because of the joy of the Lord? This isn't making things how you look so happy when this is because of the joy of the Lord. I'm not allowing my problems that I encounter to define me. To what That's all you see on my face every single time you see me. I have the joy of the Lord. I have the peace of God. I have love of God. I have favor of God. And because of that, and because God keeps me, when I don't even when I feel like I can't even keep myself, when God keeps me in the times of trouble, when God keeps me in the times of hurt, when God keeps me in the midst of my big problems. Why would I not want to give complete reverence unto the Lord? Why would I not want to continue to just worship him, to glorify him, to honor him in everything that I do? Big problem, bigger God. Big problem, bigger God. You have a big problem. But we have a bigger God. That's the beauty of the God that we get to serve. 
through his son Jesus Christ. That is the beauty that we get to have personal relationships with the Lord Almighty. He is a God who keeps us. He is a God who guards us. He is a God who who blesses and honors us. Man, like, I don't know if it's hitting for y'all, but I'm just so grateful and I'm so thankful that this is the God I serve. Not a God that makes you work up make you make you have to work up to be with him no he sent his only son his only begotten son to die on the cross for our sins so that we are able to be in the presence of the lord not because of the work that we do that's the god that we serve because he loves us so much that he wants us to be in his eternal presence with him Like, man, God is just so, so good. He is so, so good. And I wanted to share that with you guys. Big God, I mean, big problem, bigger, bigger God. You got a big problem, God is bigger. The God you serve is bigger. The God we serve is bigger. And so I just want to use this podcast to encourage whoever needs it. Um, if you've been down, if you've been going through some things, if your circumstances have seemed as if it's taken a toll in your life, big problem, bigger God. Be encouraged today. Be encouraged that God is with you. God is rocking with you. God is a comforter. Whereas he is, he's allowing his, his shoulder to be a place of rest You can rest in his presence. You can rest with God and know that you are taken care of and know that you were okay. Big problem. Bigger God. I love you guys so, so much. Thank you guys for listening to this podcast episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, Please be interacting with me um, on social media at Kalia Amani on everything. I'm also posting on YouTube every Sunday. So be expecting a video, a vlog on YouTube, which is Kalia Amani as well on YouTube. Um, buy my gratitude journal. If you guys are interested in getting that, it is completely awesome. 100% dope. Okay, so you can be writing down your goals. You can be writing down and debriefing about your week and all of that good stuff and note taking and journaling. Um, that will be linked in the description as well. But I love you guys so much. And I thank you for the community. I thank you for the love and support you guys. Oh my goodness. We are wow. The amount of people that is listening that has listened to the way in the light is honestly mind-blowing and i just love y'all i just love y'all so 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 much and i just appreciate the fam that um that we have created together um and yeah let's let's move this fam if y'all got social media let's move this fan fam all over to social media and youtube okay so (laughs) 
I love y'all so much and I pray that you guys have a blessed week and um I will see you guys. I will talk to you guys in the next episode. It's Kalia Amani. Bye.